Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. Okay, we had been discussing chapter 15. So what we have seen in chapter 15, which is Purushottama Yoga, Yoga of the Supreme Purusha. Well, we have heard these terms before in Bhagavad Gita and in Vedanta, Purusha and Prakriti. We understood from this discussion that the Prakriti is the manifest. Anything that which I can see, touch, feel, and vouch for its existence is Prakriti. Including my thoughts, my ideas, because other people may not be able to vouch for I can vouch for it, that they exist. Anything that exists in the realm of my perception, feeling and thoughts is a Prakriti. But that which supports this Prakriti or the aware of is the Purusha. I am aware of this Prakriti because I am alive. If I am not alive, this body cannot perceive whether it is day or night. So that conscious principle in me is a Purusha. That's what we understood. The Prakriti is changing every minute, every second. At a micro level, my body my body has been changing every minute. I may not realize it till I see my pictures from five years ago. One good thing about, you know, there's pictures people on a website, we never change it. So I have a picture which was taken in 2003 on my website and anywhere else. So when the people come in contact with you in person, they get shocked. And they say, Neil, you look a little different. Well, I never realized it. But other people who say it, or when we see our pictures, we realize this is constantly changing. What it was yesterday is not today. So that falls into the category of a perishable things and beings. So this body is perishable, but this body is supported by something which remains constant. This change I am noticing in my body, because something remains constant. That constant factor is gauging the change. And so I used to look like this. I used to have all dark hair and all my beard was dark. That one who notices the change remains constant. That the support for this change, change can only take place if there is something constant. So in my life, I the consciousness, I the awareness is constant. So when we remember our childhood memories, we don't think that that was something a different person. I remember this happened to me. I remember that I remain constant. Everything else about me keeps changing. So at my 
micro level, there are two purusas, two me. One is perishable, which is the body, mind and intellect. One is imperishable, which is the one who is aware of these changes. One who is afraid of death. Otherwise, why would I be afraid if there is not someone watching it and say, looks like this body is going to go out. People ask me all the time now. So, Neil, what's your plan? I said, what do you mean, what's my plan? He said, we're talking about retirement. I thought, I have no plan. Because I feel the way I felt when I started NBG Architecture the very first day, I'm the same person. You're going to be qualified for Medicare in a couple of months. So I'm sure you have some plan. And at that time, I started thinking, oh, is that so? Well, I'm 65. Statistically, Indians don't really last longer than somewhere about early 70s. So that's 65. I probably have less than 10 years. If I have less than 10 years, I haven't even planned you know, what I'm going to do. Because I, as I, never feels old. That I, at my level, is always be imperishable. We started out this chapter by saying that I, when I think about myself, it seems like my source is somewhere unknown, up above, but my life is all here, spread all around it. And the same I, now I look at it, that when Bhagwan talked about the nature of the Supreme Being is that everything that you see, perceive and feel is nothing but my expression. Right now I'm only worried about me. I'm not worried about whether you're going to retire or she's going to retire or he's going to retire. What am I going to do? I'm also not worried about whether you people will be around when I die and after I die. I'm only worried about what will happen to me. So at my level, Bhagwan said, in this loka, Dvau Imau Purushau. There are two Purushas in this world. In my world, there are two Purushas. One which is perishable. That I see. Bhagavan said that nothing that you see is other than me. I only exist and pervade everywhere. Everything you see, touch, feel and perceive is nothing but my expression including perception of my own body, mind and intellect, which is deteriorating. I can't remember even my employee who has just left me three days ago, her name and so You know, she used to work here because the memory is not now as good as it used to be. So I see this perishable me, which is also the purusha, and I also see the imperishable one who doesn't think about the retirement even now. In this loka of mine, in this world of mine, there are two purusas. One is perishable, one is imperishable. Is the world ends here for me? I said, no. Beyond these two, there is a supreme purusa. Right now, that supreme purusa, I really have no connection with. So therefore, I am only worried about this Purusha, the one I feel is imperishable. Or even I feel is still as young as when I used to be a little child. 
But Bhagavan said that beyond this too, there is a purusa which transcends both the imperishable and perishable for me in my world. And the example which we have seen is, this room space is imperishable. Room walls, floor and ceiling is perishable. We know that. We are doing some renovation next door. So we say, well, move this wall here and do this. Because that's perishable. I can move. But we know that the space itself is imperishable. In relationship to the walls, floor and ceiling, this space is imperishable. But if we remove this walls, floor and ceiling out of the equation, what happens to this imperishable space? It's not even imperishable anymore. If there is no perishable things in this world, the word imperishable means nothing. Right? Because it is imperishable compared to perishable things. Long-lasting battery compared to what? Short-lasting battery. Right? Lifetime warranty. Whose life? My life, battery's life, or the manufacturer's life, or that company's life, right? All of our contractors, we ask them, we need 10-year warranty, or 15-year warranty, 20 years warranty. I gladly give. Five years from now, you'll try to call him and say, we have a problem, we need you to, or the phone number is out of service. So the lifetime warranty we get is not your lifetime is the lifetime of the company. As long as company is there, the warranty is good. But all these things are relative, but if you take the relationship out, what remains is absolute, which you cannot really compare in this world. So this purusha, one is perishable, this body, one is imperishable, which is conditioned by this body, mind and intellect. But if you remove the conditioning, what remains is absolute purusa, which is neither perishable nor imperishable, but ever-existing. And that, Bhagavan said, is my nature. So he said, Uttamaha purusahatu anyaha paramatma iti udahrutaha. We heard the word paramatma. What does paramatma mean? My atma is myself. My Atma is myself. My Atma is imperishable compared to my self, the body, mind, intellect. But if I don't have this body, mind, intellect, that Atma is absolute. And therefore, it is Param Atma. Not in reference to this. So, what our idea is that imperishable is, Bhagavad Gita said that I am imperishable. So, oh, okay, don't worry about it. Even if I die, I'll be Nilbhat, somewhere, imperishable. Bhagavan said, Paramatma, it will be part of the space which is infinite. At that point, there is no room space or anything. Therefore, that supreme being which forms this being as me is a Paramatma. Swamiji gives a very nice example. If there is, there is a room space... Even within a room space, there is a pot space, my coffee cup space. The space in the coffee cup is room space. When I throw a coffee, 
their space remains in the room. But when I even remove the room, the whole room space becomes. So when we take these layers out of the identification, this is my mind, this is my body, this is my intellect, they have their own identity. And then I have my identity, I, which has my mind, my body, my intellect. When you remove in this I, what remains is just an absolute self. And Bhagavad said, let's say Paramatma. My Atma, not conditioned by my limitations, is a Paramatma. Your Lokatrayam Avishya Bibhartya Vaya Ishwaraha. That Paramatma is supporting the three worlds I live in. My three worlds, waking, dream and deep sleep. My waking world is different. My dream world is different. In my deep sleep world is different. I, the conditioned self, is going through all these three experiences in my life. But that conditioned self is supported by whom? By the Paramatma. This room space is bigger, smaller, depending on where I put the walls here. But supported by what? By the universal space. It is a part of that universal space. Yasmat Aksharam Atito Aham Aksarat Apicho Uttamaha. Therefore, Bhagavan Yasmat Aksharam Atitaha. This self is even beyond imperishable. Aksharaha Atitaha. Kshara, this self in me is much greater than this perishable me. That's what we take some solace in learning Bhagavad Gita. That even if I die, this I will not die. Bhagavan said, but that self is even beyond aksharaha, beyond this imperishableness. Imperishable, as we have seen, is only reference to the perishable. So let's say my life is 100 years, but there are things here which are 5,000 years old. Compared to me, that thing has existing forever. But this time frame when we completely remove the scale from our mind, what remains is absolute existence. No past, no present, no future. So Bhagavan said, Yasmat Aksaratita, I'm beyond imperishable and perishable is the Aksarat Abhicha Uttama. I am even supreme than this perishable and imperishable. Ataha asmi loke vedecha prathitaha purushottamaha. We had been hearing this word purushottama. What is that purushottama? He said, because my real nature, I the Lord, the Ishwara, and his Lordship is that which supports my existence is my Lord. That's when we call King a Lord because my existence as the commoner is because of his grace. He allows me to do that. That way he's the Lord. In this case, my Lord is him because my existence is because of him. Therefore, in this world, I am called Purushottama. In the Vedas, in this world. Purushottama 
is described in Vedas as the one which is beyond perishable and imperishable. And also the scholars and poets in this world has sung its glory is something beyond perishable and imperishable. And therefore Bhagavan said, I am called Purushottama. Therefore this chapter was called Purushottama Yoga. Yoga of Purushottama. Right now I am completely yoked with this perishable and imperishable Purusha. I am very aware this is perishable me. I also know I'm, this body is going to die. But I have a complete identification with it. I also have some solace because I had been learning Bhagavad Gita for many, many, many years that something within me is imperishable. Bhagavan said, but I am Purushottama. I am beyond this perishable and imperishable. Therefore, I am called Purushottama. My own self, when drops any relationship with this body, mind and intellect, this world, this perception, these feelings, these thoughts becomes Purushottama. Yo maam eva asamudaha janati Purushottamam. Who knows his self as Purushottama? One who is asamudaha, one who is undeluded. We are, whether we like it or not, are deluded, fooled by these illusions that you are different than I am and she is different than he is. No matter how hard we try, this conditioning is so complete that we will not be able to get out of it. Bhagavan said there is a state for a jnani to go beyond this illusion or delusion that he sees all the time that his relationship is with the Purushottama and not with this Purusha. So, sarva vid bhajati maam sarva bhavena bharata. So, sarva vid. Now he becomes all-knowing because he knows the entire glory of the Purushottama. So what happens? The identification is complete. Our identification continues to change. This time I say, well, I am a great devotee of Swami Chinmaya and then Chinmaya Mission. Then something happens with Chinmaya Mission, or they don't respect me. So I have nothing to do with Chinmaya Mission. I'll be now myself. My own mission happens all the time. So because my identification was temporary and incomplete, Bhagavan said that love is nothing but identification. Someone I loved yesterday so dearly, I can stand her today. Now she is the worst person because my identification was incomplete and temporary. But if my identification becomes complete, what happens? All other identification drops. When you are first in love with somebody, all other your relationships start dropping out. All of your friends, you know, Neil, you are not, we don't see you after all this time. Well, you are always, you know, going out with your girlfriend. Because to you, all the relationship becomes not important, non-existent at the time, because your identification is so complete. The Bhagavan said, Yas sarva vid, one who knows the bhajati maam sarva bhavena bharata. With 
all his devotion, he worships me. He devotes himself to me with all his devotion because he is Sarvavid. His identification with the Purushottama is complete because he is undiluted. He is not deluded by this duality which you and I are separate. My left hand is different than my right hand. My right leg is different than my left leg. This identification goes away. It's like when you are waking up from your dream. In the twilight of your dream, you do realize you are not the dreamer who was dreaming. Your complete identification is with the waker who has to go to the office. But dream is still lingering in your mind. Who are you devoting yourself to? The dreamer or the waker? To the waker. I'm dropping off all my connections with the dreamer. I'm identifying completely with the waker. A seeker who is undulated, Bhagavan said, will be like that. He will be dropping off all his connections in this waking world. He's waking in the fourth state of awareness where only Purushottama exists. There is no other Purusha. Therefore, in certain sects in Krishna consciousness, Krishna is the only Purusha. Everybody else is Radha. There are no Purushas. Only Krishna is the Purusha. We are all in the female form below to Krishna. Sa Sarvavid Bhajati Maam Sarva Bhavena Bharata. That's the ultimate accomplishment of a seeker that he finds the complete identification with the infinite self. All his relationship with this impermanent self becomes invalid. Iti guhyatamam sastram idam uktam mayanaga. I have told you this very secret knowledge. Secret because secret is something which you and I cannot figure out. It's out there in open, but we can figure out. When somebody says, well, that's what it was. I mean, all these magic shows, when they were doing it, it makes so fascinating. The moment they tell you how they did it, it becomes so common. They say, oh, oh I, I understood that all the time. I knew there was something like that. But till I did not understand, it was a great magic. The sword goes through that woman's body and you know, the stage. and Then you figure out, oh, it was a... A sword made of a material which can bend around her and goes through that belt and all that good stuff somebody tells you. Oh, I knew there must be something like that. But when you were looking at it, it was so fascinating. This is the most secret of the knowledge or the sastra, which I told you, Anaga. Etat buddhva buddhimanasyat krutakrityascha bharata. Etat buddhva, having known this, buddhimanasyat. A person who has attained this clear vision. Now, this intellect is not the intellect which says this is good for me and this is not good for me. This intellect is the pure awareness that I am nothing but this supreme self. Etat buddhva buddhimanasya krutakrityascha bharata. He has accomplished what needs to be accomplished in this world. So that's. The ultimate goal. 
ultimate goal is to start dropping this identification with the temporary self and attached to the purushottama there is no perishable imperishable there is no this life next life there is no sorrow happiness but i exist in my completeness is the goal and such a person becomes krutakritya that's where we have ended chapter 15 om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave o शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ